through the generations. From the baby boomers to Gen X to Gen Y. It's time to take a leap into the mind of today's youth with What's Making News with Gen Z. It is time for another edition of What's Making News with Gen Z. It's my pleasure to welcome this morning. It is Elizabeth Blacksland. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Tracy? I'm good, thank you. How are you going? It's a little bit chilly out there. It is a little bit cold this morning, a little bit icy, but no, we're, we're persevering through. How, as as somebody who is, uh, you know, early 20s, as, as uh, the Gen Z would uh, would hint at, um, obviously this would be the first time that, that your generation has ever experienced anything like uh, an energy crisis or the potential for blackouts. How are you feeling about all of this? Because it really is something new for you, isn't it? I mean, even though it is something new, I think it is something that it's been on our minds since we were very young. I mean, we are kind of like the, you know, the climate crisis gener- generation, um, and I feel like our generation is definitely more aware of this kind of stuff and trying to hopefully make a difference. But yeah, it's it's definitely scary. <laughs> it really is. Well, especially you know when you hear uh, when you hear warnings on the news at five thirty in the afternoon. You know to be aware that from six o'clock onwards, uh, you know there is the potential of blackouts. Turn off everything that you don't need on. It really is. It's not what you'd expect in Australia in twenty twenty two. No, not at all. It definitely sounds like something you know. 1930s depression era. Yeah, it, it uh, really is quite, uh, it's quite strange. It's quite strange. Now, we've had some quite devastating news over the last uh, last 24, 48 hours. I know that uh, many in your generation are, are quite devastated. We have the death of, I'm not going to call it a boy band. I'm going to call it K-pop. It is a K-pop band. Tell me about that. And also tell me what the hell K-pop is for uh, for our audience out there who's got no idea. So for people that don't know, K-pop stands for Korean pop. Um, there's J-pop, which is Japanese pop and all of these different things. So obviously coming out of Japan and South Korea. Um, so yes, it was announced yesterday that one of the biggest, arguably the biggest band that has come out of K-pop in South Korea, BTS, has announced that they're going on a hiatus. Oh no, that that's like new kids on the block breaking up. It is New Kids on the Block, Spice Girls, Outcast, One Direction. Oh, very sad. They all went on hiatuses and breaks, but we 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 know what that means. We do. We really understand that, don't we? It's really. I mean, K-pop is quite a, an astounding thing over there in Korea. It is. Uh, it's quite phenomenal how popular it is, and then the fact that it has come out into the into the Western world as well. Yeah, it's super interesting. I think definitely in the past few years, um, it's definitely kind of been become more popular in the West, but it's something that I've been aware of since I was in high school. You know, there's always been fans of it. Um, but yeah, for people that don't know, in, in South Korea, they have these pretty much military-like camps that young kids can join if they're interested in trying to break into the music industry and they they train to sing and dance and be the best pretty much and hopefully at the end of it they might get put into a band. I love it. We have soccer camps out over here. They have band camp in, in, a, in a different kind of a band camp to what the US has. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean, if you're interested in looking, um, Blackpink, who's another one of the really big girl groups out of South Korea, they have a really interesting Netflix documentary um, and it kind of shows the behind the scenes of how all that works. And it, it's 
super, super fascinating. BTS really is, I mean, obviously, you know, over here, I, I've got no idea. You know, I know of them. I don't know know them. You know, they're not a queen or a, a Rolling Stones, you know, it, to me. But they are one of the most well-known groups over there that, you know, McDonald's go, go to them. They've got branding um, partnerships. You know, they really are this next level. Yeah, and I mean, definitely with my generation, they're huge. Um, as we all know, uh, McDonald's at the moment has the, the Kids Leroy meal, but a few months ago they had the BTS meal and it was the first one. Um, so that was the first kind of uh, song artist collaboration that McDonald's did with a meal. So, you know, that's, that's a big deal. Um, and they're definitely... I would say they're probably a household name with people my age. Mm. Um, and I think that in the past few years, they've had some, some quite big songs over here that you would be familiar with, like Butter, which was being played on every single ad um, all over the TV. Um, but yeah, it, it's super interesting. And I mean, I if you there is a bit of, a lot of stuff on the internet about how these kind of management companies and record companies um, push these bands. Um, and they're kind of like always working and never really getting any time to sleep. And maybe that's the reason that they're going on this break. Mm. Um, but, you know, they're all um, supposedly pursuing uh, solo ventures, which is, you know, can always be really interesting. We all know that I love a particular solo venture out of one particular boy band. Just one particular boy band, yes. And really, <laughs> yeah, it, it would be quite uh, quite devastating for all of their fans as, as well at the moment because, as you said, you know, when One Direction broke up, when, when Spice Girls went on a break, you know, it uh, it really is tough for your generation to uh, to see something that's been with you for so long. Just take a break, and uh, and a break really means breaking up, basically. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, a hiatus and a break, they're all kind of the same thing. We all know that they're probably not going to come back. Um, I know exactly where I was when I found out that One Direction were going on their break, and it was it was devastating. I was a mess. You can ask my parents. It was a horrific day oh, in the Blackfoot household. Oh, you poor darling, you poor darling. I actually went down a very, very bad uh, tunnel last night on YouTube. Uh, I was getting some BTS music for you, and then somehow I ended up on uh, Young Kids on um, New Kids on the Block. And there is a mixtape 2022 tour that is now underway that is happening with Salt and Pepper and In Vogue. And uh, yeah, I went down a very dark hole last night th- with be- boy bands. Thanks very much for that. You say dark, I say very exciting. <laughs> it was quite quite worrying. It really was. Now, this next story, it really does disturb me, Elizabeth. Uh, One of the most popular programs uh, on Netflix during the entire COVID shutdown was Squid Games. We're getting a reality program out of it. What the? We are. So, I mean, uh, we've got a bit of a theme going this morning, some more South Korean news. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you couldn't be on the internet last year at all without seeing Squid Game for months on end. It was, you know, the biggest thing. It is Netflix's number one most viewed show, um, as we mentioned last week, actually. Um, mm. But they've just announced, so they announced a couple this week that it's returning for a second season, which is very exciting because people weren't sure. It wasn't actually written for a second season, but the popularity kind of, they I think they've been pushed to do a second season. But they've also announced that they're going to be doing a Squid Game reality game show. Only, only in South Korea. Yeah, I mean, so it, it will follow 456 people, which is the same amount that's in, in the game, in the show, um, and they will be competing for a prize of $4.56 million. Wow. So I'm, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that we're not going to be playing this reality show with real guns and real bullets and real deaths. 
No, so they haven't really announced what the challenges will consist of, but it is assumed that it won't be as um, gruesome and, well, life-ending as it is in the actual TV show. I think there would be a few uh, contract issues with those ones. Yeah, just a few. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but, um, yeah, so they haven't really announced what it's going to consist of, but they are looking to cast, and they are looking to cast from all over the world. So you can go to squidgamecasting.com to, you know, sign up if you're interested. If you do sign up, let us know. Yeah, please do. Please yeah. do. I'd love to follow someone's journey on uh, on Squid Game reality show. I think that would be awesome. Now, you know I'm a Toy Story fan. I have been for, uh, you know, obviously, from, from when it first came out. I've, I've just loved and adored the series the whole way through. I'm a huge Tim Allen fan, um, you know, huge Tom Hanks fan. It was just such a beautiful, beautiful series. And we're now getting the prequel to uh, to Buzz Lightyear. We're getting Buzz Lightyear's story, but it really hasn't grabbed the greatest of uh, a review so far, has it? No, unfortunately, and it's super sad. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I mean, Toy Story. I feel like it's one of those kind of timeless movies. You know, every you love them, I love them. Mm. People who are younger, a lot younger than us, love them. That like they work with anyone and everyone. That you know, that it's Toy Story. Mm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're getting the the story of of Buzz Lightyear and kind of his um, his journey. Um, It's being voiced by Chris Evans, who we both love. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's unfortunately not really getting some good reviews out of the bat, which is it's upsetting. Um, people are saying that they've done a really good job to kind of like connect the history of Buzz Lightyear to the Toy Story movies, which I think for fans will be a really interesting thing to see. Um, but besides that, and besides well, the the animation style, which they said is really good, there's not a whole lot apparently that it has going for it. No, I'm really disappointed, and uh, you know I've heard uh, I've heard Chris try to explain to you know why Tim Allen's not there, and it's because it's the, you know it's the the foundation story of of the actual Buzz Lightyear, not the character, which is the toy, which is Toy Story, and trying to explain away, um, you know where it is, and and it looks at you know the animation is a lot more lifelike in its its animation. There's there's no no doubt that they're trying to make it you know be a, a, a humanish story, I suppose is the best way of describing it, but it's really fallen short. Yeah, I mean, one thing that people are saying they have done well is they make Buzz look human, but he still does resemble, you know, his famous plastic counterpart from the Toy Story movie. So they say they've, they have done that really well. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think the one thing that they're talking about is that the story just kind of, it falls a bit short. There's mm. not really a whole lot going on. Um, but I am curious to see it eventually, and I think that maybe people were expecting expecting it to be Toy Story and it's mm. not and I mean at the end of the day that's totally fine it is it's a different movie and it's um I'm yeah no I'm excited to see it and I'm excited to give my own review eventually yeah oh look I'll, I'll be watching there's there's yeah there's no doubt I want to see it and I want to uh, I want to make my own opinion uh, but uh, yeah, look, I'm sorry. Buzz Lightyear is Tim Allen. Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear. It's just it was a character that he just brought to life, didn't he? And uh, he brought it to life for an entire generation of children. And it's just uh, it's just sad that uh, he's no longer going to be the voice of Buzz Lightyear. What what's next? Are we going to get you know the Woody story next? Is that the next one? 
I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. It would be quite cool. Um, and, you know, there is a possibility that this will spark a whole new generation of, of Pixar lovers. But then again, Toy Story does that already. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so, But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, all of these companies that are looking to continue their legacy and mm. continue to make movies, and at the end of the day, it might not necessarily cater to, to all of the original fans. Um, but... Yeah, no. It's a whole new generation they're chasing now. There's, uh, you know, they're absolutely going for for the next gen. Now, tell me, what is your song today? And I'm sure I can probably guess which way it's going to go. Yeah, so I mean, we have gone with a BTS song. I think we kind of had to, but it's something I thought was really interesting, which I feel like you will appreciate, Tracy. Um, this is a single that dropped a few days ago. I think it was about a week ago. Um, for called Yet to Come. Um, and if you listen to the lyrics of the song, I think it does kind of allude to the announcement that was made yesterday. So I think that their um, their PR and marketing team were definitely working very hard with that one. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. I mean, for some people who haven't heard BTS songs before, they a lot of them are a mix of both English and Korean, um, which I think is interesting. And, I mean, we're getting a lot more of this kind of, like, mix of English and different languages songs um, into the mainstream, which I think is great. I agree. I think it's wonderful. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, you go back and stay warm on this uh, on this Thursday, and we'll catch up with you next week. I will. Always great to chat, Tracy. Thank you. That is Elizabeth Blackson with What's Making News with Gen Z. And this is Yet to Come by BTS. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Was it honestly the best? Cause I just wanna see the next. Put it on your chin. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.